Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes, it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It is a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world, but it begins with our belief. You got to have faith. All righty. It's been a while, but we are back. My name is Reg Clay, and I'm here once again with Asumi Suli, or I call Selly. How are you, Selly? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And uh, you have a guest, so let's introduce your guest right now. Right. So um, today we have a new guest here. She's my best friend. Her name is Avi. Uh, we work together here in, in Cambodia. Wonderful. And uh, it's so good. I'm so happy to have her here today, you know, to talk about lies. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be our subject uh, matter. Um, so, right, Avi, so uh, yeah, yeah, Avi, welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. Thank you so much. And uh, so you're both you're you're from Nagaland. You're from Dimapur. And uh, how are you? Um, let's learn a little bit about you before we you know what? Before we do that, let's jump into prayer, because uh, I feel that'd be the best way to open things up. So if you don't mind, I'll open I'll uh, begin the prayer. Heavenly Father, we truly thank you so much for joining us once again as we dive into your word and to learn more about you and how you want us to live our lives. We thank you, we love you so much. There is so much happening in this world right now, Heavenly Father, with the pandemic and with um, just uh, all sorts of um, turbulent turmoil happening in the United States and also in the world. But we ask that you anchor us in uh, with your word so that we will be guided by what you want us to do and how you want us to act as Christians. We must always remember that we must act in love and in faith, that if we stay in your light, that um, everything that we say and everything that we do and everything that we are will be blessed by you through the blood of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 All righty. So let's learn a little bit about you, Avi. Um, so are you, you, I know you're from Dimapur. Um, did you have the same sort of upbringing as, uh, as Selly? Um, uh, what, tell us uh, how the two of you met. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm so blessed. Thank you. So yeah, my name is Avi and I'm from, we are from same place. And uh, I think it was 2018, right? 18, yeah. 18, yeah. We got job in Thailand and we traveled together. But unfortunately, um, that was not a God's plan, right? So we came to Cambodia to apply, to apply our visa. And then that's how we ended up here, doing a ministry, teaching ministry. We teach in both school, our uh, same school. And then um, we're here for uh, the most, like the purpose called mission to spread the gospel, the good news to the people in Cambodia. So yeah. 
That's wonderful. There's one thing that I don't, and it's good because we, um, you know, as I put this on YouTube, there are a lot of folks who are not from, the, you know, there are a lot of folks who are mainly in the United States, so they don't know anything about what's happening out in the world. But how are things in Cambodia? I mean, are you, are the two of you staying well? How, how are things with COVID-19? Uh, yeah, COVID-19 um, so far, it was okay. I mean, Cambodia was doing really good when it comes to containing COVID-19. So, so far it was doing good, but recently the recent incident um, where some of the people who were in quarantine escaped yeah. and then they were super spreaders. They mm -hmm. spread all over. Oh, and no. now uh, the whole city is in turmoil, like it's in complete lockdown. Like, so even the work, we don't go to work. Yeah, just three times a week. And then it's getting worse, I think. Yeah, I should say. I mean, this worse. time was like uh, this time, uh, COVID nineteen was like really bad. It's really, really it, bad. It skyrocketed. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and I, I worry about you, the two of you as foreigners, because I know here in America, you know, um, unfortunately, there's a lot of Asian American racism going on where uh, I uh, was talking, I was on my other podcast, The Yay, earlier this morning. Uh, actually, for those who don't know, it's 7 p.m. my time, but it's 10 a.m. your time, Sunday there. Yes, yeah. So any case, um, there's a basketball player. He's a um, Asian American, Jeremy Lin. And he, it's very rare for an Asian American basketball player to make it in the NBA. Um, but he's that gifted, he's, he's excellent. But he was called coronavirus on the basketball court. You know, they were sort of mocking him. And so a lot of Asian Americans are feeling a lot of racism because, you know, um, there's a belief that the coronavirus came from China, from Wuhan, China. I think there was a report on that. I don't know if it's disputed. I, you know, I really don't know whether it's true or not. But I guess my question is, because the two of you are from India, are yeah. you getting are you getting racism, or, or do some people accuse you of being Chinese or of being a spreader? Have you had to deal uh, with that sort of racism? No, actually, because we look like a Chinese. I mean, like we look like Asian, right? Uh, if you uh, Indian, especially where people think like Indians are black. You know, big eyes and you know, kind of like dark circles, something like that. But we look like the real Asian. We look like Cambodian. So many people they look, they think like we're Cambodian. When you speak English, they say, "Oh, are you not Cambodian?" Something like that. So, oh, so you, you know, so you can blend we, in. We're so free here. Yeah. People even call us the Philippines or like Cambodians. So and uh, and Cambodians really like. Chinese people. I mean, Chinese people are doing a lot of things in Cambodia. They are developing the source. No, so no racism. No here. racism. Uh, well, that, you know? well, that that's good. That's good. I think and I think I should say like, uh, yeah, I was working in Midland, India, in Maharashtra, near to Mumbai, for more than a year. So when I was working there in uh, teaching ministry as a missionary, I faced a lot. Like people call me Chinese, Japanese, <laughs> in okay. my own country. But wow. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is sad that you would face racism in your own country. Yes. And uh, yes. wow, that's, yeah. that's yes. unfortunate. Um, and for those who don't know, the part of India that you guys are in, if you had, there was a map of India, there is a sort of a, I want to say like a peninsula or um, there's a part of India that borders China yeah. and that's yes, where Nagaland yeah. is. And that's the yeah, reason. Yeah. 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 So Northeast, uh, the Seven Sisters state is very close to China. That's how we look like a Chinese or Korean or Japanese. 
So when we go to mainland India, in central India or south India, they will call us, say, are you Chinese? Are you Japanese? That's how they call us. So yeah. here, we look like them. So nothing else like that. Safe here, safe here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one, one last question before we dive into uh, the, the word. Uh, Sally talked about how much Christianity means to you, and there may be people who uh, may not realize how powerful Christianity and the, the, uh, just the walk between um, the Nagalands and, and with God. Um, what does, I guess this is a blank question, but what, is, what does Christianity, what does, what, what does uh, believing in God mean to you, Avi? Yeah, um, God, my Lord, is the one who understands me. God, my Lord, is the one who understands me. He is my creator, our creator. He is my father, our father. You know, God sent his one and only son to this earth for us, right? For our sins. Every, every second, every day, every, um, every hour, I feel God in, is with me and fills my heart with his love and strength. You know, God's training me to endure everything that I'm going through, ups and downs. God forgive me. God forgive my past. He called me his daughter. God give me a new life. So for me, that Christianity is not a religion, but uh, it's all about relationship with Jesus Christ. Very nice, so, very, very. As I, yeah, born and brought up in a Christian family. I'm a third generation Christian. My grandfather, my grandmother was a pastor in my village, native village in Nagaland. So uh, since from childhood, we have been hearing about Christ. We have been hearing about the Bible stories, going for attending Sunday school, church. So yeah, that's how. Yeah, no, that that is wonderful. And um, yeah. for those who don't know, because in America, America is pretty much a Christian country. There are Jews here and there are Muslims here. Um, but I mean, it's, it's on, it's, it's, if you look at the American dollar, it says in God, yeah. we trust, you know, yeah. we say the pledge of allegiance, one nation under God. And, um, and although I, I think like in the Biden administration and there are people who tried not to discriminate between those who are not yeah. Christian or whatever, um, pretty much America is a Christian state. So it may seem unusual or may, you know, someone may say, well, of course she believes in God or whatever. But in India, it's pretty dominantly, I think, uh, either Hindi or Muslim. So it is uh, very, is very rare for an Indian to yeah, be Christian. Yeah. yeah, I just want to clarify. Hindi is a language and Hindu is a religion. Uh, so Hindu, Hindu thank, like, thank, thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> thank, yeah. you the, thank you for the correction. Yeah, uh, India is 90% Hindu. So people worship cow, people have a lot of 3,000 idols, they worship, yeah, those things. But in my state, Nagaland, is where 98, actually 98 or 97% Christian. And then yeah. we thank America. Like it's, the, it's the only Christian state. It's the only Christian state in India. Yeah, so yeah. Every yeah, every five kilometer, like every one kilometer you walk, you will see a church or prayer house. Yeah, that's exactly what I saw when uh, yeah. Selly, when yeah. I visited Selly in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. And the missionaries who uh, who fellowship yeah. with uh, the Nagas, they sort of yeah. started. The faith. Yeah, so yeah, we really thank the you know American uh, missionary who came to Nagaland and, and the then spread the gospel. The British missionaries, and today, yeah, we're safe. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Selling, you and I, we were talking uh, off mic about the subject of lies. And uh, I know that it was something that I wanted to bring up and you wanted to bring up as well. And uh, I came up with a Bible verse, but you also came up with a couple of Bible verses as well. Um, first question for you, Sally, I mean, why, why did you, uh, because I threw a couple of subjects out there and you were like, yes, I want to speak about lies. Uh, why? Why? Because, um, you know, you know, there's, um, you know, um, there's one thing that I really dislike personally is lying. Um, I'm a very straightforward person. I don't know how to sweet code something and speak to people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to sweet talk people. I'm very, very straight. Sometimes um, I, I'm so blunt, it hurts people. I mean, you know, sometimes I get so blunt. So I think I, I need to change on that. <laughs> but, well, not, you know, I'm a, I'm a very straightforward person if you are. If you are doing something, I'm very direct, you know. Hey, you know, that's not that's not good or something. Yes, I don't know I how agree. to how to sweet cut things and you know Yes no. means yes, no means no. Yeah, so I don't really uh really appreciate lying. And so, you know, I always wanted to talk about, you know, sometimes I think about this and I was like, I, I feel like, you know, why do we have to lie? I mean, why do we have to have the habit of lying, you know? when we know that it's not good. So I'm very glad that you brought us, you know, you, you shared this thing with me and uh, we both agreed to speak on this. I mean, it's, um, you know, this is something I really wanted to speak about sometimes. And think about. Yeah, well, no, um, thank you. No, go, go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, I'm so opportune, feeling so opportune to speak on this. <laughs> Yeah. No, I agree as well. And uh, you remind me a lot of my mom, who is also very, very blunt and uh, will give it to you. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, if you can't take the truth, then, you know, that's not that's not too much on you. It's, it's on the individual who's getting the truth. You know, uh, she, I think she would compare it to greens. Like when I was a kid, there would be greens and then there would be the chocolate cake. And uh, before you can get the chocolate cake, you have to eat the greens. So sometimes people will take in the greens, although they may not like it. It's, mm -hmm. it's healthy for them. So sometimes the truth, you may not like the truth, right. but you have to take it in anyway. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, uh, I, I can't, if I had a nickel for every woman that I've ever dated, whoever said, oh, I just hate liars. Um, I would be richer than Jeff Bezos. I would be, um, everyone hates liars. But unfortunately, a lot of people do lie. And there are a lot of reasons why people lie. Right. Um, so let's, if you can read, um, the Bible verses that you pulled, Proverbs 12, 19, and Proverbs 14, 5, and then I can do John 8, 44, and then we can dive into it. Uh, yeah, so, um, okay, so let me read Proverbs 12, 19, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I just decided to focus on this verse, uh, Proverbs 12, 19. It says, I'm reading from NIV. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue only lasts a moment. So that is what um, it says here in Proverbs 12, 19. So from here, what I understood is that, um, you know, from here, what I want to say is that um, a lying lips uh, doesn't go for a longer run, you know. Um, one day or the other, it just comes out. It only lasts a moment. I mean, truth truth um 
truth wins after all. You know what I mean? Yeah, truth truth sustains itself. Yeah, it stands out at the end. I mean, one day or the other, mm -hmm. it's ultimately gonna stand out, and lies cannot go for longer. And yeah, what about the other uh, um, verse, Proverbs fourteen yeah, I five? Just, I, I just focused on this, um, and there is another thing. Um, um, you know, lies can deceive and lead people astray. Lead, you know, it can make people believe those are truth. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get into another verse, what do you guys think of the, you know, of the most common lies that people, you know, when I was a kid as well, when I was a kid, I mean, I did that a lot. So the most common uh, lie that everybody do is um, to escape punishment, we lie. <laughs> to escape some certain embarrassments, we lie. Um, so when I was a kid, I did that a lot. I mean, what do you guys think of that? No, you're absolutely right. I'm interested in what Avi uh, wants to say. I have, a habit, I have a habit of dominating these conversations, so I want to keep my mouth shut and listen more. So Avi, what do you, what do you think about lies? When you were a child, yeah. did you lie a lot? Yeah. To avoid punishment? Yeah, that is true. Even like I think both children and adults lie to avoid punishment, right? Mm. Yes, to, to, to protect ourselves. <laughs> there are many reasons, but yeah, as, as she said, when I was a child, I lied a lot because I don't want to get punishment. I really want to avoid all those things, so I lied. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I do the same thing. When when, yeah. we, when we thought about this uh, Bible verse, there were uh, three bullet points that I had. Uh, why do we lie? Um, I think we lied because we don't want to hurt our we don't want to hurt ourselves or get ourselves in trouble if we somehow tell the truth. So we'll lie, like if we did something wrong. You know, my grandmother would say, you know, did you eat the last chocolate cake? And I'd be like, no, no, it wasn't me. It was somebody else. And of course, right. you know, I, I'm lying. Uh, and usually it's because as children, we are very fearful of punishment. We think that the punishment will be greater than what it really is. Uh, we right. think, oh, my goodness, my parents are going to hate me or whatever. But, you know, our parents generally love us. I mean, there are some dysfunctional cases where you have parents where the punishment is so hard and unfortunately people will grow up saying hey i've got to lie to protect myself because they grow up in a dysfunctional relationship with their parents but for a normal relationship your parents love you you know your parents really want to take care of you want you to live in you know in peace and happiness so if you think oh my god you know i'm going to get a beating or i'm going to get really really punished a lot of times the punishment is never as great as what it really is going to be. Maybe you'll have yeah. a, a, a timeout or something like that. Or you're just told, okay, listen, don't do it again and, and what have you. But have you found that out, the two of you, that a lot of times you over you embellish the punishment? You think the punishment is going to be great and it really isn't that great. Yeah, it was many times. Uh, you know what, uh, what the parents demand is uh, they don't really want to, you know, punish us, but, you know, they they don't treat us, but like, hey, you sh if you don't tell the truth, you know, you'll get some beatings or something like that, but they don't really do. You know, they just want us to speak the truth, that's all. And when we say it, we think uh, speaking the truth would, you know, would uh, lead us to punishment, but no, they don't, they don't do it. Yeah, we really think punishment is something very greater, you know, something something very big <laughs> yeah. yeah and one uh, thing that yeah. one one thing that people should understand is that a lot of times the action let's say 
the proverbial eating of the chocolate cake when you shouldn't have. That may be bad, but the lying is worse. The yes, lying is even worse than whatever, because there's a lack of trust. You break the trust. All of a sudden, your parents are like, oh, my goodness, I can't yeah. trust my child anymore because I don't know what he or she is saying is the truth anymore. I have to challenge everything that they say. And that is way worse than, you know, something as simple as eating the chocolate cake when you shouldn't have. Um, Avi, did you have any thoughts? I mean, did you grow up in a, um, I don't know, as an American, I have no idea what growing up in Nagaland is as a child. I mean, were your parents rough or were they easy? Um, like when I go back to my childhood life, yeah, my daddy, my, my mommy, especially my mommy was a little strict. Um, like sometimes if you don't want to go to church, you say, oh, mommy, I'm so sick today. I don't want to go to church. But we cannot lie to our parents, right? And no, they'll say, if you don't do this and that, then you will face this, 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 this. And you will not be uh, like normal pocket money, this and that. So all those thoughts in our mind, okay. No, as I grow up, as I grow up, now I know that uh, lying is a sin. So I know what is good and what is bad. But as I look back to my childhood days, I lie a lot because to avoid a <laughs> punishment, you know, to protect myself you know, to avoid the embarrassment. I don't want to face all those things. So, yeah. And I think it's part of uh, growing up of maturity. I think that children, I guess, are expected to lie because, you know, they, they're still fearful of punishment and pain and they don't understand, right. you know, the whole gravity of, 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 what it, of what things are, like trusting your parents uh, and realizing yeah. that, you know, the, the thing that you thought was so, so horrible. Like, you know, I remember as a kid thinking, oh my goodness, I broke a glass. Oh, that's going to be the end of the world. My mother's going to be so upset. And then you realize, okay, it's a, it's a glass, you know, what's the big deal? You know, you can buy another one or you just sweep it up and you make sure that there are no, you know, cuts on the floor or whatever. I think there was one time I may have lied and said, oh no, I didn't break the glass. And then my mom may have walked on the floor with barefooted and cut herself. And it's like, if you had told me the truth, I would not have cut myself. And so right. that was a sort of a lesson like, okay, since you lied and I believed your lie, a worse thing happened. And so yeah. I had to learn, don't lie. And, and, yeah, and you know, lie. the truth is not that bad. Yes, don't lie. And I think it is a sign of maturity. I think there are individuals, I mean, sure, children will lie. It's unfortunate when you see adults lie or they perpetually lie. And yes. it's like, wow, they have not reached that maturity of learning to tell the truth. And having, haven't you found, especially as ladies, I'm sure, you know, men <laughs> will lie all the time, like, you know, just to say things to get close to you or whatever. But have you found that the people who you've met in life the adults who lie are very immature. Have you, have you noticed there's a, there's a connection between lying and, and immaturity? Very much, very much. Because uh, we think, so, so we've met a lot of people who did that to us, right? I'm sure you have too. Um, so we get to think, oh, she's, um, she's of my age. You know, she's of my age. I mean, we are almost, we are just the same. And how can he or she like lie? Like they are still, I mean, that's like immature. Yeah, that's immature. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's so what like, I like. I mean, we feel so, so, we feel so weird about it, you know? 
and because many many of us think like little white lies is nothing wrong and then people yeah. lie yeah but when we do that when we lie it uh, you know it break our relationship yeah. we don't even want to talk about it like yeah. oh i mean that's just so silly i mean how can someone lie over a trivial matter like that i mean that's so immature that's you know we don't even want to i mean it's just so crazy but sometimes like um uh, we feel mature because okay we don't have to talk about this maybe at the end we will know who is who is lying and who is true so just goes we just leave it leave it yeah yeah I, i i totally agree and i know that when i have friends there are friends that i know that i can trust and then there are friends or let's say people that i know and if i know that they're a habitual liar or they lie something uh it's like i have a check mark in my head that says okay i have to watch out for that person because that person's going to lie and mm-hmm. i have no idea what's going to come out of their mouth so i have to be very very cautious and careful about what i say not letting my guard down and it's horrible you know you shouldn't have to treat people that way you think that you know everything where everyone should act the same way and treat people the same way i know you know let's say in the office in business people yeah. will lie uh and and yeah. it's just really really horrible go ahead i think i have experience in uh i think seven or eight years back i was in a university and then uh my first day of my college days one of my friend betrayed me saying this this is that which i didn't say it was all lie but okay fine just fine at the end everyone will know what is true so i just leave it i just forgive and forget you know yeah that's very years after, yeah after two years everyone knows the truth and like they were like why didn't you say this and that or during like uh during those moments not during those uh, at the at the moment why didn't you say that uh you didn't need to do this and that i said okay that's fine i don't mind let them talk let them say this and that because you know i didn't say anything i just keep in my mind and i just pray to god i i pray to uh i pray to god i forgive her and then i also try to forget but at the end after two years everything's come out the truth yeah what and exactly what you were saying selly i'm going back to uh proverbs 12:19 truthful lips endure forever yes, but a lying true. tongue lasts only a moment so that person lied on you and for the moment it may have worked it may have done exactly what that person wanted to do but yeah. in time the truth came out and the, the truth, truth sustained itself mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um do we want to go on to the other one proverbs 14:5 Uh no I chose another one which is Proverbs 6:17. Okay. Um here it says that there are six things that God hates and seven which is uh, that is detestable to him. And uh, out of these six things a lying tongue is one of them. A lying you, tongue is in number two on the list which Yes God I see it. I see yeah. yeah. God, God just hates lying tongue. He just cannot stand it. I mean, it is so detestable to him. Yeah. I mean, telling lies can really ruin lives and damage friendship. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes uh, we lie to protect our image or to cover up our flaws or our mistakes. And uh, uh, it is also said that um, sometimes a liar lies, but. uh it doesn't it doesn't seem like a lie to them 
I mean, they see it through differently. But I just question on this. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Those are individuals, and I think that'll get into the third subsection of, of liars, those who, li who live in lies so much that it becomes the truth to them. They, they can't tell the difference between a lie and a truth. Um, right. they, there are individuals like that. Yeah, I'm just going to read just for, for people who are listening. Proverbs mm -hmm. 6, and I'm going to read from 16 to 17. There are yeah. 16 the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood. Okay, but that, yeah, that gets into murder. Okay, yeah, yeah, so you're, you're absolutely right, a lying tongue. Yeah, the Lord, the Lord hates it. And uh, that gets into, so we talked about people who lie because they want to, they don't want to hurt themselves. But mm -hmm. sometimes people lie because they think that they're helping other people. Like I may lie and say, oh, no, your hair is fantastic, Sally. You don't have anything. Or, oh, no, you don't have a stain on your dress. Or, no, there's nothing on your back or whatever. But there really is. Like, I'll tell you one very personal story, a really, really quick story. So, and uh, hey, this is the podcast for being honest. Um, for a while, I had bad teeth, very bad teeth and very bad breath. I had periodontal um, uh, sickness, which is a sickness w within the gums. And for a while, I didn't know about it because people would lie. People would say, oh, you're, you're doing great, Reg, you know, no problem. Finally, I don't know if it was a, um, an ex-girlfriend or whatever, but someone says, hey, you really need to take care of your teeth. Um, and that was the first time, and I must have been in my like mid-30s or whatever. And that was when I finally went to the dentist. And uh, I, I think I'd always gone to the dentist, but I really, you know, went to take care of my periodontal uh, disease that I had. And lo and behold, you know, I'm doing way better now. But if someone had just told me and not lie to me to protect me and just say, listen, take care of yourself. You're not taking care of yourself because maybe they thought that I was going to flip out or get angry or upset, but I needed to hear it. So that's just a personal thing for me. But I'm sure you've dealt with people who lie because they think they're helping you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's also... Yeah, that's true. And sometimes, yeah. you know, we we need to have people, you know, the, I, I imagine you would think that the people who are closest to you, the people who are like your, your dear friends, will tell you the truth, will tell you, listen, you know, if you need to change or if you need to improve yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the two of you will do that for each other. Like, you know, oh. if, 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 uh, if you need to improve whether it be in your profession, teaching, or let's say just, you know, living together and all that sort of stuff. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, we, we, we definitely do that. I mean, because we, we know each other, we don't, you know, uh, we're best friends and best friends are meant to be true to each other. We cannot, you know, if, we, if I see something bad in her, I mean, I ultimately tell her whether she like it or not. And I do the same. I mean, whether I like it or not, She's just going to give me, feed me the truth, you know, of what is bad in me. Every relationship is built on trust, right? So if you lie, then everything's gone. Finish. Yep. Even though friendship relationship or between a, a boy and a girl. Yeah, no, that, that is absolutely right. And you said yeah. something, you said something, something obvious that I think is rings very true. You know, there are people who... So there are people who lie because they think they're helping you. Of course, they're not. But then there yeah. are people who lie 
and they have a vested interest to try to destroy you. And you yeah, had talked right. you had talked about how someone lied because they thought that they could hurt you. But yeah. your your mentality was, no, I'm not going to be hurt. I'm just going to laugh it off. I'm going to pray on it. And I'm just going to yeah. allow God to handle it. And I think yeah, that's, gonna, a, yeah. that's a very important mentality to have. Mm -hmm. Just leave it. Forgive. Forget. And at the end, you'll see the result. Maybe it will take months or years. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, and it's very tough. It's very tough because sometimes I, I know I will get very angry if someone spread a lie or a rumor about me and I get upset or angry and then I have to realize, hey, wait a minute, this is what Satan wants. Satan wants me to be affected. Satan wants me to be angry. So yeah, if, they, if, if that happens to me, if I get angry because of what someone said about me, they won. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's not actually, good. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's not easy because people are talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I heard it. I heard. I heard. And people are talking about you. But once you, once you just, I wanted to. I want all of us to try once, and then you'll see the beautiful result. Yeah. At and the I'll... same time, we're all, we're, all, we're also teaching the person who tell lie to us. You know that mm -hmm. the truth is truth. Yeah. One day it'll come. Now I was going to ask you, Sally. I mean, have you had individuals deliberately lie to deliberately try to hurt you? As opposed to someone to lying, you know, to protect you. No, um, um, I don't really remember if somebody really lied to protect me, or uh, or or someone who lied to try to hurt you. Says like, I'm going to tell this lie to to get under Sally's skin. Oh yeah, yeah, I have a lot of times, a lot of times. Um, um, yeah, a lot of times I've had people who deliberately try to hurt me um, in line with this I just want to say something you know there are many forms of lying there are different ways of lying but one 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 kind of lying is that is where a liar wants people to see that the lie they are saying is the truth and they mm. cox people into believing that those lies are truth mm. and that has happened to me you know mm -hmm. You know, they, they just want people to believe that the lies they are saying is the truth. And what we are saying are lies. You know what I mean? Very much yeah, so. so I've, I've experienced that and it's the worst feeling ever because, you know, um, it made my relationship with people. Uh, it's, I, I, felt, I felt so guilty. Some, you know, it made me feel, feel guilty though I, was, though I was speaking the truth. You know, they just want to make us feel guilty. Well, it destroys trust. And if you have trust, I mean, I can't think of so many relationships, not just with men and women, but trusts with banks, trusts with your job. You know, if you lie on a job, you could be fired and you could be wow. blackballed. You know, if you lie within the family, then you could be the outcast, the, the um, what do they call it? The black sheep of the family. Um, if you are caught lying, um, I mean, I'll bring it back to America, but, you know, we had a president that, you know, pretty much operated on lies. And now the rest of the world, I mean, on January the 6th, 2021, we had an insurrection in the Capitol because there were a group of people that believed in a particular lie. And that that's when that becomes very, very destructive. And even when you tell the truth, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf. The boy who cried wolf thought it was fun to lie because he thought, wow, this is fun. People believe my little game. 
And all of a sudden, you know, when he told the absolute truth that the sky is falling or I don't know, the house is burning or something like that, no one trusted him because, yeah. well, you're a liar, you know? So even if you tell the truth, no one's gonna believe you. Yeah. And that becomes a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, what about you? What about you? What about you? Have you had people who deliberately try to hurt you by making, by, by letting people believe that the lies that they say truth oh of course unfortunately it happens in the job market all the time let's say you're working on a project and there was a screw-up that happened and people are afraid of losing their jobs they're afraid of their prestige and they'll say oh well you know reg did it go go talk to him and i'll I, you know my my standard line and it's something that i've learned from my dad and also from my mom i'm like listen you know me you know who i am you know what my foundation foundation is so if I tell you the truth, um, you can believe it or, you know, just seek. And also I work in the DA's office. So we operate in working with the DA's office. You're dealing with criminals. We prosecute criminals. And of course, criminals will lie all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to a tape or transcribed someone, you know, telling lies. And they're talking to an investigator who knows that they're lying. They're like, well, OK, Jim, did you break into the liquor store and, and steal some money? It's like, no. Well, Jim, we have a camera that shows you right there. And Jim's like, oh, well, uh, uh, uh. and so, you know, a lot of times um, people may already know the truth. And some, I, I know my um, a lot of investigators will say, listen, when I ask you a question, I already know what the answer is. I just want to know what you're going to say, how All you're right. going to react. Um, but, yeah, you know, people will lie to protect their jobs. They'll throw somebody under the bus because they think it's convenient. They think that, oh, well, you know, what's Reg Clay going to do? You know, he's such a softy guy. He's not going to react, you know, harshly. Oh, what's Sally going to do? What's what's Avi going to do? She's not going to do anything. So I'm just going to, you know, spread all these you know, things or whatever, uh, thinking that they will hurt you. And, you know, they become very surprised when, you know, you come out still smiling, where no one believes their lies or the truth is revealed because, you know, a lot of, things can be verified. You know, uh, there are all sorts of paper trails or whatever that can verify what is the truth. So it's very, very, it's getting harder and harder to tell a lie that can be verified, which goes back to Proverbs twelve nineteen. You know, the truth lasts forever, where a lie will just last for a moment. Um, but I wanted to jump, if I can, into John eight forty four because I really think Jesus's conversation with the Pharisees about lying is so uh -huh. powerful. Uh, I don't had the two of you when I when I gave you Sally uh, when I told you the Bible verse. Did you have a chance to look at it? Uh, did you have a chance to check it out? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Um, it's about. Well, I can read it right now. I'll go ahead and read. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I'm going to read a little earlier, just to give some context to what's going on. So basically, Jesus is dealing with the Pharisees. And the Pharisees, of course, wants to crucify Christ. They want to crucify Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. and But they want to debate him because they need evidence to show that he is a, um, that he's an idolater, that he is, um, he is not, you know, the son of God. And so in any case, I'll read into, um, I'll begin on verse 39. This is John 8, chapter 8, verse 39, the NIV version. Um, Abraham is our father, they answer. 
and these are the these are the Pharisees. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do things Abraham did. As it is, you are determined to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the things your own father does, and the father is a small f instead of a big f, so it's not the heavenly father. Uh, it continues, we are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me because I came from God and now am here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And it's very powerful. I mean, every time I know when Craig and I used to uh, do the uh, the faith episodes, and I'm hoping to get Craig Dickerson back on. He's in Texas. And actually, Texas has been very hit very hard by a winter storm. Um, but in any case, um, we would talk about Jesus's confrontations with the Pharisees, because when a lot of people use the Bible to attack people, like to attack um I don't know. Uh, when they usually use the Old Testament, and the Pharisees are doing the exact same thing. They're using uh -huh. the Old Testament. They're interpreting the Word of God to attack Jesus, and Jesus is basically saying, "Listen, I am the Son of of God. I am the Son of Man. I am the person that was talked about in um, in in you know in in the in the um, the Old Testament. But you can't hear me because you know you you are basing your your foundation on lies. And he talks about the devil. He talks about the devil is the father of lies. And it goes into what you were saying, Sally. There are people who lie so much, so much, that they can't, sure. they, they, they don't even know what the truth is anymore. They are just embedded in their lies. And it got me to thinking, the more people lie, the more people align themselves with the darkness, with, with sin, with, with, with Satan. Because, I mean, that's basically what Jesus is saying here. But the more we tell the truth and the more we base our lives on the truth, the more we're closer to the light, the more that we're closer to God. And I think that, that is a very, very strong analogy. Um, because, you know, when we're afraid, when we tell lies because we're afraid of hurting ourselves, we're really saying that we have no faith in, in God, that we'll be okay, that, that you know, that... We're afraid of stepping in the light as if it were, you know, a cold uh, pool. I remember when I first, you know, took a dive into the pool, I was like, oh, I don't want to swim because it's too cold. And my mother would say, oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, the truth can be like that. You know, we're afraid to tell the truth because we're afraid of what the circumstances will be. But God says, listen, the truth is fine. The truth is the light. So stay in the light. It'll, you'll be fine. Trust in me. Um, but there are certain people who they are so invested in their lives so invested. I mean, they're individuals who are in jail, and they will never, ever confess what they've ever done. Um, even to this day, Donald Trump will say the election was stolen because he wants to be in, ingrained in his lies. He doesn't want to admit uh, in, in what the truth is. And then there are people who are very uh, narcissistic. We talked about narcissism before, off mic. 
there are individuals who are so proud that um, they don't want to admit that they have made a mistake or they don't want to admit that they are, they, they don't have any humility. They're not humble enough. And if I can admit the truth that let's say, you know, I did have bad teeth or that I need to improve myself, then I've got to look at myself and say, you know, uh, am I living in the light or am I living in the dark? Mm-hmm. So what, what do you guys think yeah. about that? What do you think I think about the um, how, because this is my interpretation of the Bible verse, but you might even have different interpretations. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, eventually when we keep on lying, spreading the lies, um, you know, we can damage a family over a course of time, our reputation, ourselves. And um, that's it. I mean, yeah. th- that eventually happens when you keep on lying. Yeah, because we've talked about when we first began our conversation, we talked about lies as children. Those mm-hmm. are like the small lies and how, you know, as we grow as adults, we learn that we don't have to t- deal with these little white lies anymore. You know, mom and dad aren't going to beat us. You know, we're okay. And then we expanded our conversation about lies as we tell as adults, like in businesses or whatever, or we confront liars who try to either destroy us or they think they're helping us, but they're really not. Now we're talking about the big, big, big scope of lies where lies will draw us away from God. You know, as Christians, and this is the reason why we're having this podcast now, is because we want to be closer to God. We want to want to learn how we can love him, how we can take his word and do the things that he wants us to do to be stronger Christians. So that we can be, have a stronger Christian life for ourselves and how we can help individuals as Christians. Where, you know, every time that I go either to work or when I deal with my neighbors or whatever or my friends, they see the light of God shine through me. That's what I want. That's what I always pray for. But in order for that to happen, I have to have a very strong Christian, um, um, I've, you know, yeah, attitude. I have to have the foundation. And every time, just sort of like, you know, working, I have a grandfather, my grandfather who passed away, he would always work on the house. He would always say, oh, I got to fix the roof because there's a leak or whatever. And I think about that with my faith, you know, every now and then you have to, you know, touch something up, have a little touch up to, you know, to restore our faith. And that's why we read the Bible and we learn. And so the more we tell the truth and the more we focus on the truth, we draw ourselves closer to God. And the more we lie or individuals lie, the more they drift away from God. And I'm sure, have have the two of you ever, um, do you know individuals in your lives who were close to God, but they've drifted away? either based on their lies or maybe they've deceived themselves. You know, they've, um, they're, they're, I don't know. They, because people, you know, if you live too much in lies, you can become delusional. And you can believe in things that are just strange or just weird. Mm-hmm. Have you had individuals in your lives who have been, who have drifted away from God? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I have, uh, I have, I have seen some of our like uh, I don't want to mention like these, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I, th- I mean, I think about relationships. There was a friend of mine who um, basically told himself, "Oh, I'm in a wonderful relationship with my wife. Everything is wonderful," but it wasn't. And 
he lied to himself and he lied to other people, you know, to put on the face of everything is a-okay, everything is wonderful uh -huh. because he felt this was something that he needed to do. And also he didn't want to believe in the truth. He didn't want to believe that he was in the wrong relationship. You know, this is someone who didn't really love and care for him. And eventually, you know, as we talked about, the truth came out and, um, you know, things got messy and uh, they divorced and, and all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, he was very, very hurt, but, um, you know, he came to the realization and now I think he's living, a, you know, a much better life. It may not be the life that he wanted, you know, he really wanted things to work out, but sometimes the truth is, is far more important. There are people who are trapped in their lies because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to uh, reveal the truth. And I'm they sure you, yeah, 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 exactly. And, so, and, and sometimes we lie to ourselves, don't we? Of course, of course we do. <laughs> we're sinful women every second here we are of course that's what uh as when i was a kid until now we used to have um fellowship mm -hmm. like a prayer meeting at home every seven every day every evening 7 p.m and my mother my daddy and mommy they always you know uh, encourage us or they preach us saying that before we read the Bible or before we pray, we need to ask God to cleanse our heart because we're sinful, right? Every second we lie, you know, uh, so that when we read the Bible, his word resides in our heart, we will stay in our heart and then we will follow, right? Because the Bible teaches us everything, what to do. Yeah. And self-improvement is about telling the truth about ourselves. You know, if I tell myself, yeah. oh, I don't need to work on my weight. I don't need to work out or I don't need to educate myself. I'm, I'm doing okay. And then we're unhappy with our lives. We can say, oh, you know, where is God? I, I hear this a lot of time for individuals who are not Christians. Like, well, if there was really a God, then I would have more money in my bank or my relationship would be better. You know, why do, why do bad things happen? Why did, why did coronavirus happen? Isn't this the proof that, you know, that God doesn't exist? Well, you know, Satan also exists as well. You know, there's some people who don't believe in, you know, a dark force, but, you know, I do believe that bad things happen so that we can appreciate the good things that we have. And also we need to work on ourselves. Sometimes when we blame God, what we're really saying is we're not focusing on ourselves. You know, blaming God is sort of a lie, is a lie in itself because we're basically saying, well, the fault is not with me. The fault is elsewhere. The fault is with God. But we have to look within ourselves and we have to improve ourselves and be truthful with ourselves. Yeah. We need to have the realization. I mean, a lot of times we fail to realize ourselves. Uh, we fail to know ourselves. So unless we get to know ourselves first or where we are failing, it's, you know, we will be always lying to ourselves. Yeah. Have you have the either two of you? Here's a question. It's probably a difficult question, but have you had a time where you needed to be honest with yourself to improve yourself to face a truth that you didn't want to face? Like I told you the story about my teeth. Uh huh. Of course. Uh, yeah, a lot of times. And times. I, I know we, we it's um, it has to it has to do with some of our personal habits or something. You know, there are just some truths which we just don't want to accept it but you yeah. know we we know that that's the truth and uh we have to change on that so uh we just we just try to you know change 
Yeah. And it also deals with personality as well. Sometimes we need to know know, because we have an idea of who we are, but sometimes the best way for us to really improve is to have someone from the outside say, hey, listen, you may think you're this way, but you really aren't. Like, like I'm involved in theater. Like you see some of the posters there. There's some of the shows that I've been involved in. But, you know, it's a relationship between the actor and the director. The actor may say, oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. And the director will say, well, not really. Here, here's the here's where you need to improve, and but that's the na- that's a natural work between the director and the actor because the director mm-hmm. can see the full story, and I look as Christianity as if you know as God were our director if we choose to listen to Him, and He will say no, you're out of the light. You need to step here, or no, you you you're acting one way. You may think that you're doing okay, but you really need to focus on this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of look at this is a maybe a crazy analogy, but if if God were a director and we were you know the actor on the stage called Earth, then we need to follow His direction and of course follow the script, which is of course the Bible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bible is clear and loud that lying is a sin and is displeasing to God. Yeah. Yes. When you read in Exodus 20, 16, the Ten Commandments given to the Moses includes, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Um, I don't know. I, is it time to wrap it up? I think we've covered so much. I know that mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, we covered the small lies, the medium lies, and also the big lies. I mean, I, I mentioned America. I know I mentioned politics a lot, but you know, in America, I've always felt that, uh, you know, America is the greatest country, you know, the land of the free and the home of the brave. And, you know, nothing as crazy as insurrections or people going crazy and rioting. That could never happen in America. That happens in other third world countries. But it took one individual and the lies that he spread to really destabilize the way America is right now. I mean, things are getting a bit better. You know, um, you know, uh, we have a president who respects, you know, the country and respects democracy, respects the truth, and now things are better. So that's just one other example of how lying can destabilize either a family, a relationship, a that's business, right. and even a country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, you, when you talk about the lies in politics, I think that happens everywhere. Like, um, I mean, a lot of politicians love to lie. I mean, they, they lie, oh, you know, if you vote for me, I'm going to do this for the country. I'm going to do this for the city. I'm going to do this for you. But then when they when they get to that position, they never do it. Never. They never, ever do it. Yeah. And then they, it's just a blunt lie. I mean, just a but plain I, lie. But I, I don't think that things are as stabilized. I mean, you know, when I think about America, you know, like we've never had, I mean, you know, we have some protests or whatever, but storming the Capitol, I mean, I hear about that happening in Chile or or whatever. I I don't think anything like that happens in Nagaland or in India. Right, that's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm hoping Modi is treating treating uh, the Indians well. That has never happened. I mean, um, I think that was the first time it ever happened. I mean, I haven't in India. I've never ever uh, seen such kind of act uh, going and storming in the in the capital like that 
Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. And hopefully it's something that will never, ever happen again because, you know, we realize and there are individuals who, you know, want to be married. They don't want to, you know, I, um, there, there are people who are so, like I said, married to lies that they will be, they will just go dragging and screaming into the light or, you know, to be told, you know, what the truth is. Um, some people are comfortable in the light. Some people are comfortable with, um, with with the truth, you know, I work with a bunch of uh, lawyers who are prosecutors who focus themselves on learning what the truth is, what the truth behind the crime is, and they bring everything to light. When they give a closing argument to the jury, they say, well, listen, the defendant is lying. Here's what the truth is, and here's the evidence behind the truth. It's all about mm-hmm. discovering what the truth is. And that's one of the great things about our criminal justice system, at least here in America, is mm-hmm. that when it works perfectly, you get to reveal the truth and you find out what the lies are. And then the individual who lied and committed the crime, they go to jail and you have trust in the justice system. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy, you know, the job that I do, because it talks about, you know, it's, it's truth versus lies in real time. That's really what a court system is all about. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's a perfect analogy between the war between Satan and God is the war between truth and lies. And if we are soldiers for God, that we have to be soldiers for the truth. So if we tell a lie, and I think that's what Jesus was saying, you know, when he spoke against the Pharisees in John eight forty four, you know, if Satan is the is the um, ah, let me read it again. Father of lies. <laughs> yeah, the father of lies. Yeah, he is for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's what Jesus is talking about, and he's giving a lesson. He's not just talking to Pharisees, but he's also speaking to the disciples. You know, if you if you lie, then you're aligning you're aligning yourself with the father of lies. If yeah. you tell so the truth, the yeah. huh? If we keep on lying, then we are considered as the devil. Yeah, or the devil's pawns. You know, the working with the devil. You know, we either work with God or with the devil. You know, there's really no, you know, there's no gray line. There's no fence. Okay. That's right. See, so either tell the truth or the lies. Mm-hmm. This was a wonderful, wonderful conversation. I have no idea what time it is. It's eight oh three. So we uh, <laughs> and eight. Yeah. Let's see, eight. Let me do the math. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. So it's eleven your time, right? Uh, yeah, it's only eleven three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think this is a good discussion. It's it's great. Yeah. I mean, how how do you guys feel? I feel so good. <laughs> I'm so blessed. Yeah. We are blessed. Uh, we ended blessed to speak on this topic. Um, this is a very interesting topic. Yeah, and I think we got a lot out of it. Very quite relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll read just before we close it up because I obviously I have the graphics there. Proverbs fourteen five. I didn't realize that you would have the other uh, verse there, but I'll just read quickly what you had for Proverbs. Uh, if I can get there, Psalms. Proverbs. Okay, I got it. 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 12, 13. I almost got there. And it was, it was another wonderful thing that you had pulled up, Sally. Here it is. A truthful witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. Yeah. So it's basically what we've been talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So there you are. So for those who are listening, um, Try not to, you know, every time you lie, you may not think about it. You may think it's a white lie, but you are aligning yourself closer to the darkness. You are moving away from the light, closer to uh, Satan. So be very, very careful. Um, There is a correlation between truth 
and God, as we sp speak the truth and live in the truth, you're living closer to the light. You're living closer to God. You align yourself closer to God. Mm -hmm. With that said, will one of you um, deliver us a prayer and we can close it up? Yeah, Avi, uh, Avi can pray for us. Yeah. All right, let's pray. Almighty God, thank you for the many blessings you continue to pour out upon our family members, our life, our friendship. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful time. Lord, as I worship and praise your mighty and power name, help us to overcome the lies of the enemy, to seek the truth, Lord. Help us to speak the truth, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all the experience that we have shared, Lord. I pray that all the hearing will be blessed. Lord, we thank you for everything that you have led us. We continue to pray for our life. We commit everything unto you. We make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That was a wonderful prayer. Thank you so much, Avi. And thank you for joining us, Avi. I mean, were you nervous? I mean, how, how, <laughs> how do you feel after uh, doing a podcast? Have you, I'm sure you've never done a podcast before, right? No, it's the first time. It's a good experience. It's good hearing from both of you. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully not the last time. Don't be a stranger. We'll have to do it again. I'm hopefully. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I love. It's very good. Like it's been after many years, I've been sharing about all my experience, you know, seven, eight years back. Mm. We usually just talk, casual talk and talk about this, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to uh, these things, serious matter, pouring all our personal experience, so blessed. Yeah. And I think it's important. I think, you know, I think God has really blessed what we've talked about here. I think, you know, every time we talk and get closer to God and dive into the Bible, you know, we, we draw ourselves closer to uh, God and his teachings. Yeah, we just hope the all the listeners to be blessed through our small sharing, through sharing our experiences and our thoughts. Yeah. Because when while we're sharing these, I even look back, you know, my past life and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this happened, this happened. Yeah. And sometimes I even regret, you know, what happened in life. I regret a lot. But yeah. Well, that, that's what growing is all about. And yeah, yeah as Christians, yeah. We are, and, and we are growing as Christians as well. Right. That's true. So for those of us who are, for those of, for those of you who are watching this, you are, uh, you're probably on our YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Uh, put the thumbs up button for us. Um, there are a lot of individuals who will watch this, but will not be subscribers. It really helps us to subscribe and, and um, we can deliver the word even longer and more if we know that we have a dedicated group of subscribers who are, uh, who are listening to this. Um, and please write us uh, comments down in the, uh, in the comment section. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. You may uh, have other things, how lying or dealing with liars have affected your life. Please let us know. And for those who are listening on the podcast, uh, we're on all podcast apps. We're on that even that purple uh, podcast app if you have an iPhone or an iPad. If you're an Android user, you can use the SoundCloud app or just go on soundcloud.com. Mm -hmm. That is it. This is You Gotta Have Faith. Thank you so much. My name is Reg Clay with uh, with Asumi Suli and Abi. Abi, what is your last name? Achumi. Achumi? Abi Achumi, yes. All right. 
Thank you so much. God bless each and every one of you. And uh, that's it. We are out.